0: welcome to 54 live i am your host digsies we are back and i am joined by
1: my main man jake jake what's up buddy good afternoon pimps and pimpettes this is live golf 2024 get your whore get your sandwich let's get ready to make this a man which this is a freaking good year he's Dixie?
0: yes it is man we are back it's been a long winter we haven't Spoke to you guys since November, but we're waiting for everything to play out, but now we're back, ready to rock, and we'll be with you every week during the live season. And uh, yeah, man, the news is starting to come out. Everybody's ready to rock. All the players are in my and I'm pumped.
1: Uh, I, it's about goddamn time to get the information out. Pardon my French, guys. I shouldn't be talking like that. That's not good Christian talk, but man, every single person on that live communications team needs to get fired. That is one yeah terrible job this offseason
0: what i saw what's his name pro golf critic put something out and he made a good point and he said that the way live has everything set up and the way they want it to be moving forward is each team is its own entity each team is its own franchise so it's up to the team to put out information and it's up for the team to put out their roster and stuff like that that's how i feel like they're going that's what he said he feels like they're going forward so i felt the same way you did i even put a tweet out today Saying that Live Combs is on the eight ball and that they're struggling and they never had anything ready. But after reading that, you know what? Maybe he does have a point. Maybe it is up to the team.
1: He says that, but remember, two of the teams in Live Golf are still actually controlled by Live Golf itself. That's the Iron Heads and the Cliques. Yeah. All other teams actually have ownership stakes available for all of the actual players. So that's where you kind of get to that problem of, okay, you're a league, but you're, but you're individual teams at the end of the day, if all of the news is coming out from secondary and third sources, instead of the actual league itself, you're losing all this hype. Yeah. And especially with live golf being so young, being all that, I think of MLS major league soccer. Anytime Major League Soccer had any decent signing happen over the past 20 years, the entire league was wrapped around it and announced it at the same time. Not the team, the league. And yes, the individual teams have individual owners and individual uh, companies that run them, but the league itself understands that you have to work as a singular unit to make all ships fire. When Beckham came over, Every team was talking about it. Everybody in the media was out at the same time. It's a press release. Big steal. And then the same thing later on when you had Thierry Henry, when you had Rafa Marquez, when you had Zlatan Ibrahimović, when you had Robbie Keane, Landon Donovan staying, all of these big things. And then last summer when you had Messi coming over, then also Jordi Alba. And this past mo- a couple months ago, you got Hugo Lloris going over to MLS, and then you also have... Luis Suarez, all these big name soccer players, the league stayed together and the league released the information at the same time. Live golf needs to think more like that. That was a bad, this was a horrible off season for live communications. And honestly, live communications, if you're out there, if anybody on your team is out there, look, I want to give you a chance to defend yourself and I got to ask you questions because dude, you guys, in my opinion, as an outsider looking in pooped the bed so hard yeah
0: and honestly I I feel like it would have been different if the ROM signing wasn't like I feel like everything was held up because they were trying Patton just signed on what a few days ago so like I feel like everything was being held up by that I feel like if they didn't sign ROM and it was just the 12 teams going into the season I think the news would have came out a little bit earlier so I'm giving them the benefit of doubt in that aspect but I agree they they could have done a better job but I will say one thing Currently watching the Knicks on MSG, and I've seen about three live golf commercials already. And it's the first time I've ever seen a live golf commercial on a regional network before. And the commercial came out pretty good, and it shows that they really are stepping it up this year. And I think that every year it's gotten better. The second year was better than the first, and I just think this year it's going to be top notch, man. I really think they they're out to make a statement now.
1: I understand what you're saying, Diggs, but I, I give no credit to this Live Communications team. We are we are on Tuesday night right now. Tee-off is on Friday. And we still don't have officially confirmed by Live Golf on their website one player for the uh, for, for Ripper GC. We still don't have two players confirmed officially by Live Golf on their website for Cleeks GC, even though we know who they are. Yeah. We don't have Genitro Kazuma c- confirmed. As on the Ironheads, even though we know he's playing for the Ironheads, this is bullshit. Okay. I'm sorry. The players that, that were in the promotion relegation event, you should have had that shit figured out and pumped out immediately because that event was amazing. It was special. And you know what? You had a month and you had two months of you could have spotlighted those guys, really gotten into them, have good interviews, have good backstories developed on these guys. But instead, you didn't. You pooped the bed.
0: Yeah, we did see this too in the first year before that first event in London and something similar happened last year. And once things get rolling, everything gets ironed out. But hopefully moving forward, they'll fix things.
1: This next, if any of those guys keep their job uh, going into next season, I'm frustrated. Yeah. And I'm, I'm serious. Unless we have a chance to really talk with these guys and understand what the fuck was the thought process. Were you guys leashed? Were you on a leash to where you couldn't actually say anything, do anything and just leave it in the fucking dark? Was that literally the game plan? Yeah,
0: you know, obviously someone from the top is pulling the strings. Unless maybe, I doubt they let just some random team, just like the random comps team, just like do what you want to do. Obviously someone's pulling the strings from the top, and I don't know, maybe they wanted people to wait with bated breath. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Yeah, but, they but, but, it's, but it's like, it's like, like, like it, you said,
0: maybe they'll come out and say something. I doubt it, they will.
1: That's who I honestly want to get on, on the microphone at Mayakoba. I want to get the Live Golf Communications Department team like, the head people. That's who I want on the microphone at Mayakoba. Be because like, you, you honestly, owe the fans like the, answers. The way things happen to me
0: and the way things have been put together, it might be, like, one or two guys, like, sitting in a back room. Like, who knows?
1: And that's okay. I don't care who it is. I just need to have those guys on a microphone because you owe us answers. Yeah.
0: I doubt they will, but you never know. If enough people are asking questions, get on there on your Twitter, bro. So it's
1: start... done. We I've... have been. We, they have, they, they've continued to be... A, aberrantly silent yeah. in the most disrespectful of fashion. Like I said, we're three days from the tee-off right now, and you still don't have official, documented confirmation of players from the actual live, live server. The website has always been running behind. It's not even the website. It's fucking Twitter. It's yeah. fucking anything. A, a, a dead raccoon could come out with a picture and just say, this is who's on the team. A dead raccoon. Yeah. And you haven't done it yet. I'm sorry. I'm pissed about this because it is so unprofessional. This is the most, this is the most upset and angry I've heard Jake. I'm trying to make sure we have enough energy in this room, dude. Come on. This is what it's, what's going on, dude. This is not okay. Yeah. This is not how you build enthusiasm. Well, to live with ROM's team, you could have had literally a create your own logo contest where you have, Hey, like tickets to an event up for grabs and all of us would have gone in and tried to make your own logo. Based off the name, you could have had a bunch of other things happen. You could have released the Lucas Herbert news, which even though we know Lucas Herbert's there and on site for Ripper GC, you could have released the Adrian Morank thing officially. You have so many opportunities that you've just pooped the bed on.
0: Yeah, honestly, they they put all all their marketing behind ROM this year, and 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 I don't blame them because Lucas Herbert, Adrian Maronk, The the average casual fan doesn't know who that is. The 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 diehards do, but the average casual fan doesn't. But I think they've done a great job marketing Rom like that, that uh, graphic that came out yesterday with him staring down the logos and and the graphics that came out today look pretty damn cool. I thought I, I posted on Twitter that marketing piece they put out about Rom. I think that was the best piece of marketing that Liv has done, you know? Yeah.
1: But we're talking about one graphic in a month and a half.
0: I know, but it's, it's the, it's the most important graphic. Rom's the guy that's going to move the needle. You know, yes, like... but
1: but they released that graphic twenty four hours before the before the release of the actual information. Yeah, so that graphic had no build up volume behind it. It had it had twenty four hours of, of circulation. They could have had it out a week and a half ago and have the same exact effect.
0: Yeah, I guess they just they they want to get everything out the week of and build anticipation that
1: way. That's not building anticipation. That's that's, that's literally closing a bag and saying, "Hey, nobody gets to talk about the bag." They had every opportunity to build their following on Twitter this past couple months, on everything. And they didn't, man, they didn't. We. It's just, I'm so mad right now because I'm so passionate about Live Golf right yeah. now. Understand, this is not rage, hate about Live Golf. This is recognizing an opportunity and realizing how stupidly this has been handled this off season. I'm super pumped for the season. The rosters look great. Every team has improved, with the exception of, of Majestic's GC, and yeah, they did.
0: Except they they do great on so it's funny that they they're doing nothing on the course, but in the social media game they're killing it. And Especially they made, like those interviews they do, and like yeah, these new documentaries, like behind the scenes with the team, they yeah. do a good job with that.
1: And 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 I think that's a huge boon to them with the documentary series because it helps showcase that hey, they're not cash, they're not sitting on the laurels, they're trying yeah. to actually get better. I don't think it's going to go well for them this season I, as a whole. They didn't make any changes to a roster that desperately lacked. What are you um, talking
0: about, bro? Poulter just put out the 2006 five wood in his bag. Of course he's going to kill it.
1: Digsy, if you're actually relying on 2006 technology for your woods, do you seriously <laughs> think you're actually making progress?
0: Hey, man, maybe it's accurate. Digsy. Digsy.
1: Digsy. No. No, he's reaching. That's beyond. That's not. You the, think he's reaching. He's looking for something. If I go back in my and if I told you tomorrow that I'm putting a tailor made R580XD in my bag, are you thinking I'm smart or are you thinking I'm I, I've gone full mental?
0: I don't know. The, I don't know why he would do that, especially with all the technology today. I know. So that's
1: literally what I just told, what he just told you with yeah. that. He's he's going back and grabbing a TaylorMade R five eighty and one putting it with put bag. a whole putter in the bag. A putter's different though. Exactly. A putter, the uh, technology putting,
0: doesn't change yeah. that much. But with the draw, he's you know, that's it, it's it's pretty crazy. But we'll see yeah. what happens. Like uh, I'm Huff, excited I'm to see what happens. I'm not expecting much for the Majestics this year.
1: I'm. I think that Heinrich Stenson could could podium at some point this season. Yeah, he's also in the past. You know, he yeah he's good to get hot one week. And I think his best chance is actually this week at Mayakoba because Mayakoba is, if you remember last season, there's opportunities for the deep ball players to really get on the, on the leaderboard. We saw Peter Uline score score well the first two days. We saw Jason Kokrak get up there. Two guys who are known for being a Bombers, but it's not always a Bombers place because there's so much that comes into it with tight, with tight fairways, mm-hmm. tight green. You miss that fairway, you're paying a penalty because you're going to be in the jungle. Yeah. And yeah, I
0: saw that last year with Elon,
1: Elon <laughs> had his, he, was, had his... He,
0: he killed it the first two days. And then the third day he was hitting it into the jungle left
1: and right. Yeah. Same thing with Cam Smith, Cam Smith. I think that dude explored half of Mexico that week. Did you see he was fishing today? They have a picture of him fishing in one of the lakes out there
0: or the rivers or whatever? Like... Yeah. He's a funny guy, man.
1: Let's just go through the rosters right now and yeah. just, we'll, we'll, uh, we've already touched on Majestics right there with start, the fact that we.
0: What I want you to do start with Legion 13. You know, what's funny. I just realized today that I didn't even put two and two together that Rom's team is the 13th team. Yep. And it's named Legion 13. Yep. Like that totally went over my head. Once I saw Legion 13, I looked it up and I saw about it was like the Roman force in Spain and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's why he's doing that. And then today I'm like, holy shit, it's the 13th team too. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so, so yeah, uh, we- start. You put out the video today talking about Legion 13 and how you think each live team should be. You know made this way you know
1: definitely at least at at, at least at release and this is actually a theory that i believe is is smart if you look at how live is structured itself there's really three levels of players that are in live at any point in time there's the actually four if you really think about it but the four levels of players are represented fully in in legion 13 and so i believe any new team coming into live golf should be specialized or developed in this type of fashion you have the generational talent type player, which is a, in, in this particular situation, is John Rom. And if you look, there's most of the teams have a situation like that where you have a generational talent at the helm on that roster. You got Dustin Johnson over at the Four Aces. You have Bryson over at Crushers, Brooks on Smash, Cam Smith on Ripper, Phil Mickelson on High Flyers. Yes, he's an aged. Mm. generational talent but he's still a generational talent range goats yes Bubba at the range goats so most of these teams even if that player is aged they have a generational talent at the helm Um, most of them Um, so then you have the next player on the roster is a top 40 player and some of you are going to get pissed that I say top 40 for T R O Hatton because obviously OWGR has him pretty high up there right now yeah um you gotta remember though guys owgr is is corrupt af it's not it doesn't make any sense you don't consider him a
0: top 50 player
1: i consider him a top 40 player yeah of course i I don't consider him a top 20 player
0: yeah no no okay Uh, he's a top i would say top 40 top 50
1: yeah he's a top 40 top 50 player he's not a top 20 player he's not a top 15 or 10 player he's been in the top yeah he could have He's been in the top 10 Yeah. yeah but he's not a top 10 player and that's because, in part, due to the fact that the OWGR has been diluted so strongly over the past two years.
0: Like he wouldn't be able to if he ran his own team. Like he wouldn't be that generational talent.
1: No, he wouldn't. He he would. He's he could a be a two. captain. He's a Robin. He could be a captain. He's but, not, he, but he's yeah. not
0: Batman. He's a Robin.
1: Exactly, and that's okay. Listen, Robin still can get plenty of wins. Okay. Yep. And we saw Robbins getting lots of wins last season. So anyway, you got the generational talent in RUM. You have the top 40 player in Tyrrell Haddon. Look next. What do you have next? You have a journeyman pro on the rise. Now, Kieran Vincent is younger on that journeyman pro side, but he's still a player who is increasing in his form, still been a pro for a while. So you can argue that he has the right to be there, right? So that's where Kieran Vincent comes into play. And the last player... This is the crucial gambit that makes Live Golf grow as a whole and showcase a long-term legacy. We've seen so many players come in uh, from this type of field, but the amateur player making their pro debut. Look at Dixie. Look at all of the players who have had this opportunity. It doesn't always pan out, but look at the players who have had the opportunity. Yep, Chakakara, Puig. Yes, yes, Eugenio Chicara. David Pooj, we have our boy James Piot, mm-hmm. Turk Pettit had the same situation. Andy Ogletree had the same situation happening. No, it Caleb didn't work Surratt. out from the first time, but it worked out a letter. And so Caleb Surratt is that next uh, iteration of the amateur player coming over to live to get that professional opportunity to start out strong. Yeah. So and it's yes. for them
0: too, man, because you know they're gonna be you guaranteed what one point five million. It'll- yeah. Even if you pull a C1 Kim and come dead fucking last every time,
1: yeah, the C1 Kim award still gets you 1.4 million. Worth it.
0: 1.7 and 1.68 million to be exact, which oh. is pretty pretty insane.
1: Exactly. So like that alone gotta, is
0: you got to play some good golf on the PGA Tour to make 1.6 million.
1: Yeah. Well, not only that, you got to remember these guys that they're picking up. Caleb Surratt is not Nick Dunlop in a situation where he's ready. He's already secured PGA yeah, Tour he would, tour he card. You do
0: need to count on sponsor exemptions and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, or pray to God he can get through Q school or, or get through Cornbury school.
0: No, it's definitely, I definitely think it's smart for these amateurs. Amid- mm-hmm. The
1: only thing that
0: sucks is they're not going to be getting official workout ranking points, but I'm sure that's, go- by 2025, that's going to be all fixed. Closer to that to, in a second. Closer
1: to fix, but yeah. nobody cares about that right anymore. So, real talk. So yeah, Legion 13's looking solid. I rank them the way things sit, Digsy, without seeing anyone play this season so far. I rank them at a higher mid-level team. All right. The way that they're, the way they're constructed right now, this is a team that I think can go out there, can get individual wins. Definitely can get podium finishes. Definitely. Um, I think that they're going to be, uh, uh, that upper echelon team. I think there's six upper echelon teams this season. Um, and then there's a mid-level teams. And then there's the bottom the bottom feeding situation.
0: I think Legion 13 is going to have a slow start the first couple events because, you know, it is golf. At the end of the day, you're playing golf. But with the format, the team aspect, it does take a little bit of a shotgun start. It is a little bit of a learning curve. Like we've seen people get on the slow starts like Ham Smith. He didn't do the first couple of events, then he went on a tear and started winning. Bryson didn't do well, then he started winning. So even Brooks, he didn't do well in the beginning, and then he started winning. So it, it takes these guys a little bit to get rolling.
1: On. You got to give Brooks a pass because remember, Brooks was, was injured. Yes, coming back exactly. from injury. Yeah. Bryson, saying, was, like going through exa- yeah. Bryson right. was going through insane weight situations and his dad's death. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking different situations. Rom is ready to go. Tyrell Hatton is ready to go. So the real question comes down to, is Caleb Surratt going to have the initial impact that he wants to have, or is he going to be a James Piot situation round yeah. one? So that's a big question mark right there. I expect him to be the most mercurial player in that roster. The player who more than likely, I think that he may take the wrong mentality and end up shooting some bad scores earlier in the season to then be able to, we'll see how it goes. That's who I... Th- that's who I think is going to be their kind of weaker link to start the things C, off. The C1 Kim award? He won't be a C1 Kim, but he definitely could be kind of a Jed Morgan where he might shoot two under, he might shoot three over. Yeah. So that's where I see Legion 13 going on. But Legion 13, I think they are a benchmark team for that upper echelon. I don't think they are the upper echelon, though, Diggsy. You
0: know who I like this year?
1: Mm-hmm. What do one you of like?
0: Favorite teams? I like Torque.
1: You think so do you have Torque as your top team this year? Is that what you're saying? I
0: wouldn't say my top team, but I would say they're in my top three.
1: They're still young.
0: I think getting Ortiz instead of Wig, what is it again? Pooj, David Pooj. Getting Ortiz instead of Pooj, I think that's going to help. And honestly, yeah. they won four times last year. They had six top threes. They they know the format. If one guy's playing bad, the other guy picks it up.
1: I do agree with you. Uh, Carlos Ortiz for David Pooj is a. One to one swap for the next three years. Now, in three years time, I think that David Pooge is a much better player than Carlos Ortiz. So it's a bad trade long term, a good trade for the next few years. Yeah. With that being said, that team's gonna be solid. You're right. Yep. There's no weak link in that armor. Anyone on that team, you could tell me, hey, I think this person's gonna win, and I wouldn't look at you crazy. Okay.
0: 4K Crushers Aces would be my top three.
1: And there's one team that you're missing. There's three teams that you're missing out on that I think are really up there as well. Yeah, so ahead. there's actually set seven seven teams that I think are the upper echelon teams this year. But you're so yes, Crusher. Smash, Smash would be good too. I forgot yes. the trade they made. So let's keep, it, let's keep it simple. So like Torque, any of those four guys can win. Any of those four guys really could win. None of them have won yet on Live Golf, but all of them have come close at one week or another.
0: Yeah. And they won the team event a bunch.
1: Yes, they've won. They've won team events quite a bit, but but they haven't broken through yet on the individual side. I do think that we see that happening soon. Wako Neiman, if you guys remember, he won on the he won on the Australian tour, which was a DP World Tour event co-sanction this winter. So he, I expect him to come into Mayakoba looking fierce. Yeah, and we haven't seen his best golf on live yet. No, no. We saw some pretty good golf his first year on Mm live. Last year, I think the ownership responsibility of the team got in the way of his play. Yeah, is that fair? Yeah, I I can see that. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: It's a lot to handle. You're not just going out there worrying about yourself. You're worrying about three other guys.
1: Exactly, and especially being that his team is one of the main one of the
0: hotel. It's a lot of even taking care of the caddies, traveling. It's a lot. Granted, they probably got guys helping them out with this, but still. It's, it, like I said, you're not just going to the course and
1: worrying about yourself anymore. Exactly. It's a team effort situation where you're actually really in control of it. You're really in control of it. And I think that for him, at least, I saw an off course a distraction that became a little bit more for him probably than what it should have been. Yep. I'm happy to see that he won the event on the DB World Tour. Says, hey, we're, we got a different Waco Neiman coming back into this. His yep. team, I do expect him to do pretty well.
0: Yeah, keep going. I, Who's your next team?
1: You said that you're, that's your favorite team. I still yes. haven't told you my favorite team for this season. Who's your favorite team? The team to beat this season is, without a doubt, going to be still Crusher GC, but it's going to be shared up there at the very top with Aces and Smash. Okay. Those three so you got teams.
0: you You got Aces and Crushers like me, but you have
1: Smash and I
0: have Torque. I, those I three, forgot that the, Smash completely did a rebrand with Gooch and G-Mac. Honestly, can Gooch really play the way he played last year again this year?
1: Hell yeah. Really? He, you think so? In the live format, yes. Yeah. In the live format, yes. And, and most importantly, I think we're gonna see a regression from Gooch. Fuck you. It's He's hard gonna to, be he, bro. He, he
0: tore it up and he won like how many times? Three times?
1: He won three times. Yeah. Now he won three times going head to get head to head against three big chickens. Okay. He won't
0: win three times again.
1: I'm he not saying he once, will. He, he doesn't win. have to win three times this season. I know, but, but, I'm but I'm
0: saying if he if he doesn't win three times, that that does consider a little bit of a regression, right?
1: No, it doesn't because no. it's a thicker field this year with a better talent team. And you gotta remember, last season, he held off three legends of the game on, on all of his wins. Actually one of his one of his, his wins. The win in adelaide wasn't even a contest it was literally he, he could go out there and hit the ball with his dick for the last round and still win, win, win the course yeah because so what he had yeah. a 10 shot lead going into the last round
0: yeah remember that's the week that i was complaining
1: yeah you were whining like a baby back bitch i was whining. no, no it's okay dude it it's okay fun but, but that, that tournament the the vibe was plenty fun I know. but no dude we so hash, hash it's track. okay but with but he but in singapore he held off Sergio Garcia kept Sergio from getting his inaugural moment with Lib that, that, that I guarantee you the producers won. The producers wanted that so bad. He stopped that. Then you have the, the moment in Ana Lucia where he stops Bryson from getting his first victory. Now, granted, Bryson came back that summer and picked up two wins back-to-back, just dominating out there. But Gooch played good golf when he needed to. I think that Gooch has has at least one win in the bag this season. Even if he doesn't, Gooch has solidified himself as a pivotal, important person in a roster. I think GMAC will have a good year, too, now that he's playing with some studs. I don't know what to think about that one. I think that he'll respond better and be a better player than Chase Kepka.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely.
1: That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I can really afford to say about that. Kokrak's still there. Kokrak has been moved to the number three position uh, on that team as Taylor Gooch is undoubtedly the number two. And I think that Brooks and Gooch are going to push each other enough to where that team could have four to five individual victories this season.
0: And then we got the new look aces where you got Harold Varna coming Mm -hmm. over for Gooch.
1: I think the Aces, as a team, are a good-looking team.
0: Yeah, Gooch was on Aces last year, right?
1: No. Range Gucci, yes. He was Yes. Harold Varner got swapped for Peter Uline. Oh, Uline. Got it. So.
0: Who was Gooch with the first year?
1: The Aces after the first event. The yeah. first event, he was actually his he's, own captain for Torquette. He's No, really. His four, I mean, he's
0: on his fourth team.
1: Technically, fourth team, yes. Yeah. Three and a half. Uh, you can't really count the first event because yeah. that first event was just, he was a captain of that first yeah. event. Yeah, so Varner came over for Uline. I think yeah. I
0: think that's a good trade for them.
1: I think it's a very positive trade. Peter Uline is somebody who I thought was going to make a breakthrough year. I thought he was going to have the Gooch year. He did not. Varner got his first victory at DC. Really happy for him there. This Aces team, though, real, I think that they're going to be one of the, well, I think they're really good. They're really good on paper. I think they're going to have a very bad start to the year, like we saw last season, where DJ enjoys his offseason. Yeah. (laughs) He came in last season very pudgy for DJ. Now, again, I'm not saying he, he, he he was looking like 06 Mickelson. No, he came in there pudgy. He had some dad girth on him, and it showed in his first few events. He looked a little sluggish. And then not only that, we still got Pat Perez out there. Pat Perez is going through a, a tough yeah. situation for himself. Keep him, his him, him, and your and his family in your prayers, guys. He that was
0: called the narcissist.
1: Yeah, and that's never fun to be called by that by your by your spouse no. or ex spouse or whatever you want to call it. But that,
0: that's that's not very, fun. That's, that's pretty. Yeah,
1: That's a big word. to... Yeah, it's a not a fun word to be thrown around. Patrick Reed, I think this, I think he finally breaks through and gets a win this year. I think it's time.
0: Yeah, if he uh, could stop with the the litigation was, you know. The, the the judge said that the litigation didn't hold any merit, so he should have just dropped it there. Which it, it came out that he might be trying to refile it again in some different way, which I don't think he should do. Like, there's made, no benefit to this. Exactly. You, know? you made your point. You did what you had to do. You thought you, what you did was right. Judge gave his verdict. Just let it be and just focus on golf, man. You got the money. Like, just go out there and win, man. Like, enough with the behind-the-scenes stuff. You, you pretty much showed these guys that you weren't standing up for the shit they talked. You sued them. The judge made his point. Just go out and play golf and have fun.
1: And then the other big issue. So, the Aces are in a weird spot because great on paper. I think they're going to have a bad start to the year because all four players on the Aces have problems coming in. The fourth player, Harold Barner III. DUI this off season in Atlanta yeah I don't know how much I've never experienced something like that personally he so I don't know how much what he pulled the tiger he pulled the tiger. he didn't pull a tiger tiger was banging hookers and getting hit with, with a seven iron
0: I'm saying um, the la- last time the tiger
1: back well, in 2017 uh, no because tiger destroyed his leg or whatever no, I am not know. talking
0: about the accident I'm talking about when he got pulled over Memorial Day weekend
1: Oh, okay. Never Where he winner. had the he had that awkward mugshot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he said he was going to, to the the to go into play golf or something. Mm-hmm. And he thought
1: he was in LA. Are you saying H V three wins the Masters in two years?
0: <laughs> Imagine.
1: Yeah. Is he uh, even
0: in the field? No. No, he's not.
1: No. At least not right now. There's yeah. always opportunities for them to change things, but he's not. Yeah. Uh but guys, this is what we're looking at right here. The Aces I think when they reach mid season will be in a very business focused mindset. I do not expect them to, to come out of the gate strong at all. I expect them to come out at Mayakoba and look very rusty, very hungover, and struggle that event. So DJ's going to win it? What? So DJ's going to end up winning it? No. I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody on that roster no, finishes saying, in the top.
0: You're saying they're going to do bad and
1: someone's going to come out and do good. Watch. No, no. are going to reverse mushroom. Maybe I could. I root for that team. I think they're a good team. I think this team looks great on paper. I think this team, though, is going to struggle the first no, three us. Makes sense.
0: makes sense. Crusher's next, man. That that same team, running it back, same team as last year. They won well, it and, last year,
1: right? And they can keep the same team for the next four years, yeah. and I think it seriously, because Charles Howell III's game is going to transcend time and, and stay relevant into his early 50s easily. Yep. And not well, only that, Paul year, Casey... Yeah, and when your worst player is Paul Casey, who is still out able to go out there and post six under whenever he feels like it, dude, come on now. Yeah. The real question is, Digsy, does Bond finally get a win? Does who? Under Bond Lahiri?
0: Uh, yeah, I think he does.
1: Turn off Madison Square Garden. You don't need to deserve to watch the Knicks game anymore. Come on now, Knicks pay attention Knicks to know what we're talking like about. Come well, on, dude. Knicks
0: are the best team in basketball right now.
1: It doesn't. No, they're not. not... The, th- 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 the Thunder
0: are. No. Game. Imagine that! Imagine we get Knicks, Thunders in the finals.
1: No, because maybe, it'd be it'd maybe. be over in four games.
0: No, bro. Dude, are you not paying attention?
1: Are you not paying attention? I, Obviously, I, you're not. No, I'm carrying I, it. I'm...
0: I I know what the Thunder's doing. Yeah. No, I'm paying. Attention. I just I couldn't hear what you said, Arnabon. No, I, it, no it, you're good. Yeah.
1: Arnabon Lahiri. He's had so many t- second place finishes. Don't worry. He's had so many second place finishes, dude. And so this is really one of those where I am really hopeful that he finally gets that win.
0: Yeah, it would be nice.
1: Absolutely. He's been in second place and he's had, I think, 13 second place finishes uh, since his last win as a professional. So I'm really excited for him and I hope that he finally gets to break through and get that victory. He's been so deserving of it so many times.
0: Now, do you think the high flyers get anything done this
1: year? I think they do better this year. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're still in the upper echelon of teams. They're still, I think they, if I'm ranking teams right now, there's 13 teams, I'm ranking them like
0: Nine. Okay. Who else? We went over the aces. We went over the crushes. We went over Legion. We went over Smash. We went over Torque. Who else out of the remaining teams would you say is in that upper echelon or right? Stinger GC is a
1: toy. team that you got to pay attention to. Okay, guys. Because it's
0: another team that's running it back.
1: Yes. And they need and they deserve every reason and to. they win. Yes. If you look at it, who won? Four DP World Tour events this offseason Stinger GC, Stinger GC, two by Dean Burmester, two by Louis ustazen Louis ustazen is healthy, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Not only that, and Swartzel Tra- has won on live before.
1: Swartzel has won on live before. Brendan Grace has won on live before. Brendan Grace is currently their worst player. Yeah, but Brandon Grace is still somebody who can turn it up and be on that leaderboard and wouldn't piss you off. Charles Swartzel. Finished second in, in the DP World Tour event that Louis Ustazen won, this, one of the two that he won this offseason. Guys, Stinger GC is going to come out hot and heavy. Why? They're playing Mayakoba, and none of those guys on that team are bombers. Nobody on that team is a bomber. They're going to come out ready to play. They're going to play tight, heavy, golf. Expect the team average to shoot uh, three under every single day
0: do you think lucas herbert makes that big of a dish a a difference on ripper
1: i think so i think that lucas herbert is the 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 spice that they need uh matt jones matt jones is still where he's at as far as his rankings go he's not going to be one of the top 15 guys i think he's a good team player i think he's a good player to have on your roster he's not a a jed morgan james Piot, where you're just like just fucking shoot even par please Mm -hmm. He's somebody who who you can trust, and with that, Lucas Herbert, you now finally have a person, a second person for Cam to lean on, because so far in the history of Ripper GC, it's been, Cam, please win the tournament, Leishman, do something, Leishman, and if Leishman doesn't do anything, does Ripper have a chance?
0: I don't think so.
1: They hadn't in the past, but yeah. that's the thing is it's that like, it's now, just like
0: Cam winning individual events and trying to win the individual championship.
1: Yeah. And that's basically how it's been for Ripper so far is that Cam, are you going to go out there and get it done? Okay. If Cam's not going to get it done, we have no chance of being here this week. Yeah. And Matty Wolf. Matty I mean, Wolf being at the Range Goats now. So the Range he's Goats. Into his game again? I the, think the, his game will be better. I think it's not about tutelage; it's about the fact that Bubba isn't going to punch him and put him in the gym the same way Brooks did. <laughs> Look, let's be real. If if you had to choose between, I think that Bubba is a better businessman and a better behind the scenes manager than Brooks is. Yeah, because he's more mature. Brooks is still partying
0: and having fun, and granted, he has the kid now. Like Brooks is still young; he's living his life. Well, Brooks, that, it's have, not even that. It's, it's not even, even that. Have it's time just, and nonsense for the bullshit. Where Bubba. He's a mental health advocate. He understands. He's more like a father figure. It's
1: more about the fact that Brooks is all business on the course. Yes. And Brooks is like, to me, when you look at the Brooks idea is the of... the closest
0: what... thing we have to Tiger.
1: I agree. He is the closest player out there to Tiger yes. in the current generation. Exactly. Brooks is a leader by pulling the cart even after everyone else's wheels have fallen off. He's the guy who is still pulling the cart even mm-hmm. though... Four of his teammates are behind him being strangled by the ropes because they already fell down and can't be pulled any further. Mm -hmm. Bryson is somebody who makes everybody else around him stronger. Bubba, on the other hand, is somebody who's, screw the cart, let's go have fun. Yeah. And I think it shows. Look at how good the Range Goats played last season as a team. And I really do think that the laissez-faire attitude of Bubba gave... Players like Gooch and Varner, kind of that, hey, let's go out there and and kill it. Yeah, let's just go out and have fun and whatever happens. Now, the big thing that happens this year, so, new look range goats, you've got three bombers, actually four bombers on that team. That's all that team is. They should be called the Crushers. Yeah, Because you got Bubba Watson, who's the shortest guy on that roster, by the way. Would you ever think of a a pairing in which... Yeah, it's insane. The thing not really the shortest. Yeah, because you got Thomas Peters, Peter Uline, and Maddie Wolf. Huh. Crazy, isn't it?
0: That is insane.
1: Now, the big thing with this season is that Matty Wolf's still in the spotlight, and he has to be still in the spotlight because Maddie Wolf is one of only two players on the Live Golf Tour right now that women literally swoon over. Really, I'm not joking, man. When I was at Tulsa, there were two players that. Girls around the birdie shack were literally swooning over. One was Brooks, but even the guys were swooning for him. Yeah. And then you have Maddie Wolf, who girls were like, "Oh my God, look at his arse!" Like <laughs> they were all about it, man. They were all about that Maddie Wolf look. That's interesting. He's a handsome kid, and I think that this year's be very pivotal for Range Goats. If Bubba can prove to be the whisperer, is, is Bubba? This is the year where you can find out if Bubba Watson is golf's. Phil Jackson it's a good analogy seriously no because last year he got HV3 over that hump that winning hump yeah that he, he was and then he he also got Taylor Gooch be the Gooch the player of the year yeah it's a huge honor right in and of itself his managerial style I think is great for talented players who can't get out of their own way
0: yeah Matty Wolf gets one win you could say that he is
1: seriously If Peter Uline wins an event with them, yeah. Now the big question comes about. uh, We got to see some more from Thomas Peters.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I think it's easy for us to agree that out of the six players brought in last season, we probably had preseason hopes for Thomas Peters being the highest. Yeah, man, he was just so good back then. Like I remember
0: at the 2016 Ryder Cup, man, he was just an assassin, Belgian bomber, man. He was killing
1: it, and he has so much talent. He's just been a dud. And here's the the funny thing: out of the six players that joined last season, who was the only one to get a win? Mm -hmm. Danny Lee. Oh, yeah. I know it's funny because he had that one event and then never did anything else the whole rest of the year. year. Yeah, second event of the year at Tucson. He won the four man playoff, and he didn't do anything else the whole rest of the year. It was so funny because
0: the team motto was blood, sweat, and iron. You're definitely (laughs) gonna have a lot of blood and sweat. Are they the worst team again?
1: No, uh, really? Majestics
0: is. You think that you think the RNNs would will be better than Majestics,
1: just off of age situation alone? Yes. Yeah. Janitiro Kasuma, I think, is going to end up being the last place finisher for the whole season. I think that he is the person I expect. To potentially, Caleb Surratt if he just can't adjust to pro life, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason why. I don't. I'm not saying he's not talented. I haven't seen enough of his play. I just know with amateurs there can be an adjustment period. There's two types of amateurs. There's the Jordan Spieths, the Nick Dunlops, these kids who go out and just say, I'm him already. Yeah. And then there's the ones that, hey, I need two three years. And with Live Golf, we've seen both of them. We've seen Eugenio Chakar come out swinging and thinking he can win and winning. Yeah. And then we've seen Turk Pettit, James Payot. Struggling. Yeah. Andy Oakletree even, even had his trouble his first time around. But. Yeah. So Ironheads are actually the 12th team, in my opinion. Scott Vincent's a solid player. Kevin, Danny Lee, not anything that I'm really excited about or improved about with them. I think that either of them can show up and be on the leaderboard or win an event. We, you can't rule it out. It happens. Yeah. And then Iron Junichiro heads, Kazoo. They don't move the needle for me at all. Not at all. So yeah, I think they're the 12th team. And honestly, Majestics or them are somewhat interchangeable i just think the simple fact that the age bracket of that team is so much lower that it puts them ahead of majestics because majestics are the most at-risk team for a replacement player and then lastly will the fireballs do something fireballs i think are still in that hunt they are still in the upper echelon they got pooj i got it right they got yeah pooj got, now. they got pooj and the and big thing with them is that been struggling no they, they, they're they going to do just fine. They're still going to be in the upper echelon. They're going to get... You think they're pl- in the
0: upper echelon?
1: Yeah, the upper echelon is, is like seven teams right now. I don't know, man. I think Fireball's a mid-level. Sergio can't really play anymore. Sergio lost in a playoff to, to, to Gooch in Singapore.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. Hush
1: your mouth, young lady. I guess you're right. I just, when I look at them, I feel like it's Anser or, or Chakakara, and really Anser, I don't know, and Anser hasn't played great, right? answer did pick up i believe a win somewhere i forget where it was off the top of my head he picked up last year the win at the saudi international which was an asian tour event event. it wasn't a live event um he has done better in the last few events of the season though if you remember going into four events left he was down near the relegation zone he wasn't Mm -hmm. in it but he was down near it and then all of a sudden great finish not podiuming but getting up there yeah this team, I, I the don't Fireballs, think, I don't
0: think they compare with the Aces, Crushers, Smash. I don't think they.
1: I think they're closer than we might give them credit. If you're uh-huh. trying to say they're mid level, they're closer than you're giving them credit. Yeah.
0: They're knocking on the door, maybe.
1: Yeah. And again, remember the Torque and Fireballs trade for or- Ortiz and, and Pooj is a one to one for right now. It's yeah. an even trade for right now I as far as Ortiz talent has, and expectations. Has
0: more upside. Yeah.
1: So then you got, got the Cliques. They're easy to forget. Yeah,
0: we got Keimer, Bland, Morancs joining, and who's the fourth?
1: Kaye Samuj.
0: Oh, that's the guy who won.
1: Yes, the Finnish guy. Yes. So I'm excited for this team. This is an improved version of the Cliques. Adrian Morancs Kymer to play well. Keimer needs to either play well this He's season healthy, or. Right? Yes, but Keimer needs to either play well this year or get gone. Because mm-hmm. honestly, what is Keimer healthy? Keimer healthy. Yeah. Kymer healthy. Oh yeah, I finished thirty third. Maybe going maybe going uh, oh. back to Pinehurst this summer
0: for the US Open. We'll give him some memories and maybe he'll find his game again. Because I don't remember know. Remember when he won that US Open, he lapped the field, he won by six, seven strokes.
1: And the crazy thing about it is though is that Kimer's not old. No, he's not. he's just as, as, as his body has failed him the same way that we uh, Am you I know, we
0: smoking crackle? He was a former number one player in the world.
1: Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he That's was it. and he was number 1 in the world during that awkward gap where Tiger had the first divorce. Remember really? there was that Yeah, he was number 1 in the world uh, during that gap because there was like three players that became number 1 in the world around that same oh, time period. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 8 weeks in 2011.
1: Yeah. That was a little after because Oh, sorry, For every reason, I'm thinking of 2017. But you know, no, sorry, seven. But anyway, yeah. you get the point though. Is that He was in one of those and Tiger he's gaps. pushing
0: 40. He'll be 40 this year.
1: I oh, will. Okay. Yeah. So th-
0: in December, but I know. thought he was still thirty-seven for whatever he just reason. Just turned but- thirty-nine.
1: Okay, but you get the point. Is yep. that he's not, he shouldn't be done as far as he is, but we haven't seen jack crap out of him. And in fact, the league trusts him so little. He's one of one of two captains who, according to what we know, or from from our sources, from our friends, he's one of two captains who doesn't actually have ownership points of his team. Him and not. Him and Kevin Nah, correct. So, we and need it shows you guys, because we need to call up Pavlin and call up
0: Scheffler or Rory or whoever to take these two franchises over.
1: Maybe and and honestly, I wouldn't mind if like you even just like bequeath the team to to Marank because yeah. Morank is a top forty player. He's not a top ten player, yeah. but he's definitely on the rise. You need a big name. You do need a big name. Or a, a bigger name
0: now, and then the last thing I want to speak about is now they have these two individual spots, which I think is great to live to make it an easy. Yeah, so what those guys?
1: Yeah, so that's what the, those guys are doing. They're they're going to be out there. Uh, I think with the, what it is, if I'm correct, they compete in the individual, mm-hmm. but they don't compete for a team. Yeah,
0: obviously there's only two of them. Yeah, there'll be individual spots, and that could be fluid throughout the year. It could change. Maybe we see Anthony Kim and. What I hope they do is I hope that they do something where if you win the Asian Tour event the week before, you get that spot for the week.
1: That would be very cool and because they still have to have them the players getting, on site for reserve.
0: Yeah, and that would help them getting official World Golf Ranking Points because the whole issue was people weren't didn't have the chance to play on to live.
1: So if right. they do something where, you know, all right, you want to play and live, go win on the Asian Tour. Hold up. Now, let's not talk about, oh, that was holding them up for World Golf Ranking Points. Nothing... Is holding them up. I know. Other that's than just the board said. being a bunch of bitches. Yes,
0: that's what the board. That was the board's main reason. It wasn't so much that. It's no, it
1: wasn't the. Re- it wasn't the reason. It was the excuse. Exactly.
0: Yes, it wasn't that it was a non-cut event, and it wasn't that it was fifty-four holes. The excuse they gave was people can't play on to live.
1: Yes, because a reason is a legitimate law situation, like. You can say like I a get, reason, I get what you're uh, yep. uh, yeah, because, and I'll explain it for the viewers. The you can say the reason that that your shower isn't hot is because your hot water tank is busted, but an excuse would be, would be were you saying I couldn't get the plumber out here today. Mm-hmm. So that's the issue. So there is no hard actual reason because the OWGR is a figmentation adaptation devised by people and, and it's fallible. Yeah, whereas. Legitimate factoid points have not been actively used in that point. Yep. All right. There you have it,
0: guys. The 54 live podcast season preview. We went over every single team. What's the most thing you're looking forward to this year?
1: First off the start, obviously. I am very curious to see just, did anybody really, uh, I, I just can't wait for it all, man. It's going to be I so think, much fun.
0: I think Vegas is going to be a, a knockout event, man. I think it's going to be great.
1: I think it'll be a huge event. I-
0: it's Super Bowl weekend, man. I really feel like Liv could really make noise and put a stamp on the season and put a stamp on their future this week. Cause there's going to be a lot of odds in- Vegas Here's there. the big
1: question. Do they find a way to get Taylor Swift in some way on that course? No, don't. Don't. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying, do they? I, I had enough of Taylor Swift. I'm not saying you should. I'm not, dude. It's not about, it's not about you, Dave. I know. But- We're already watching. We already watched live golf. If they get a Taylor Swift cameo for 14 seconds on that course.
0: Sitting in a box somewhere.
1: Yeah. Travis Kelsey sitting in a box somewhere with Taylor Swift in his lap. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole new fan base. Yeah. All of a sudden we got, we have to like hire a chick to work with us. All of a sudden they have to come out with 12
0: new girl teams
1: to play as well. Hey, yeehaw, bring them over. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. But no, so for Mayakoba this week, though, Digsy, Charles Howell third, he's the he's the returning champion. Yep. We saw Cam Smith have a, a nice try. He ultimately failed because of uh, errant tee shots. I think that the Stinger GC players, though, man, it's hard to not look at, at them and go, hey, you guys took this offseason, and you put in the work, and you're playing some dadgum good golf. See it. I'm just saying. Now, I know they were playing back in South Africa for those four events they won, Mm -hmm. but dude, come on, baby girl. We're going to see some fireworks. this Be looking forward to it.
0: But anyway, follow us on 54 Live Pod on Twitter, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, review, tell your family and friends about it. And yeah, we're looking to put in some more work this year. We're going to be coming out weekly, every single week during the live season. Check back next uh, Wednesday as well. Uh, We'll be dropping every single Wednesday morning. And uh, yeah, that does it for Diggsies. Jake, any last words?
1: Folks, let's
0: rock and roll. Later, guys. Talk to you next week.